Hello, fellow Ronin. This is pretty exciting. We have something new to present to you right now. It's called Speedrun by Ronin Geek Official Podcast. And on Speedrun, we're going to take 10, 15, or 20 minutes, depending on the game, to try and sell one another on a new game or one that we just haven't played before. Within that 10 minutes, we're going to go over the features of the game and talk about anything that we think will sell that game to the other person. It's pretty exciting. Have fun listening. And let us know what you think on the Discord. This is Speedrun from Ronin Geek Official Podcast, and we're trying out something a little bit different today. We're going to give a quick rundown of Pokemon Arceus, or rather, I'm Alex Austin. I'm going to sell it to Adam, who's also in a room here with us today. and never played this game, Adam. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's my job to sell this game to you in, in, in a flat amount of time. We went with 10 minutes for this. This is really good because I'm not sold on this game at all, so this is a perfect intro. Well, get ready, buddy, because you're about to be sold on it. And I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about one of the key... Uh, one of the key objections to this game that I've seen online as we've gotten into it. And I think it's because the world has become very woke in many ways, which is a good thing, but in the way of Pokemon, maybe a bad thing. So this is okay. an article that comes from uh, Polygon, of course, because why wouldn't it come from Polygon? These kinds of articles. And the article is titled, I feel bad catching Pokemon in Legends Arceus. What? Yeah, I know. I know. And, and I put Polygon on blast in this podcast, well, the official Ronin Geek podcast, the regular episodes, many times in the past. Many okay. times in the past. However, this one is just so lame. But the punchline is, and yet it's so much fun. Is it because Pokemon in this one, you're not even doing like a normal battle? You just sort of show up and the Pokemon's just sitting there eating its own ass. And yes. then suddenly you're like, boom, Pokemon. Yes. Done. Yeah, because you're in their environment and it's more visceral because you okay. feel like immersed in their environment. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. I'm here to sell the game to you. Not not just talk down Polygon, which I'll do any day. So this is a this is an interesting departure for Pokemon. I'll just start off with that. Um, many of the core fundamentals of Pokemon are still there. So okay. for those of you out there who are familiar with Pokemon, the things that you do in there are still the same things that you do in this. You battle, you capture, you train, you can fix their move sets. There's some things that have become more streamlined along the There's way. something about agile and something else, kind of ability. That, that particular thing, I'll be quite honest with you, I've beaten the game, still makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> So <laughs> the strong and agile attacks. So so and, and that's a new mechanic is being able to, quote unquote, master a move. Right. All right. One thing that uh, for long term, long time fans of the series. So one thing you might be surprised to learn is that HMs and TMs are gone. Yes. So thank fucking God they're gone. So that's all I'm going to say about those. that. It is the dumbest, oldest thing. And I don't I don't know what purpose it even served in the original Pokemon. But when you play the original few Pokemon games, it was fine. Because it was still kind of a fresh thing, but games have modernized since then, yes. right? So for TMs and HMs to still be around, I believe they were still in Sword and Shield, weren't they? Um, HMs were, but none of them were ever needed to progress, I think. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So just something that had to die a terrible, awful death, and thankfully they have in this game, because the moves that you acquire in this game for your Pokemon never go away or get replaced by another one. You just manage their move sets. Really? Yes. So you just swap them out. You no longer have only four, and if you lose that one, it's gone forever. You could have like 20 attacks on one Pokemon, but only four are ever present. Are ever active at one time you got it that's cool so it's and, like a build yes and you can swap them in and out and kind of customize them which is great because some pokemon double in terms of the types that they are so you have like maybe i don't know like rock bug or you know fighting ghost or whatever right you can mm -hmm. you can get them to lean one direction or the other a little bit easier based on getting to swap these movesets out that is constantly. really cool actually. Yeah, yeah i like that so in, in terms of the rpg elements and really managing your characters that almost puts it on par with kind of like a shin megami tensei 
which is really cool because you can micromanage those guys as well. Right. So one thing I got to ask you about is this whole boss battle thing with the bags. You have to throw bags at bosses and everyone says it's kind of a boring part. This it's not boring. It's actually very, very cool. My criticism of it is it's as fucking broken. Like, to no end. It is so bad. So, basically, this game does not train you in any way to be successful in these boss battles, except for when you do the boss battles. And there's, like, six of them in the whole game. So, they just sort of be like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the first one you get, I, so they put you in a, with, like, a cleavor, which is a new evolution of Scyther. And you basically have to, like, battle a big, shiny cleavor, and he's running after you. And you get the gist right away that you're trying to stay out of his way by using the dodge. But, A, you have no life bar in the game, so you can't really tell just how hurt oh. you are. Are, the screen just gets like darker and then turns red is like you're and about you to sort die of bleed out and give into gangrene yeah it sounds like <laughs> you become infected you lose a foot it's terrible so this is like civil <laughs> well, war this is back in the day they don't have this this is like civil war era medicine they start cutting shit off man so that's that's what happens and uh honestly the battles are cool the trouble is is like they have like four the enemy that you're battling I forget what they call them, the guardians or whatever the fuck they are. They have four sections of health, right? And you have to use the bags to take them down a section of health. And then at some point, which is random, and you don't know when it's going to happen, someone from the sideline will yell out, yo, bitch, throw a Pokemon at it. And then you can throw a Pokemon <laughs> at it and attack it even more to weaken it. However, in some battles that I went through with the bosses, I never once was even able to use a Pokemon on it. See, I, I, I I'd throw rumors, a ball and it would just drop and roll away. And I heard rumors that in that mechanic, when you throw the bag, it's actually more effective to throw, continue to throw the bag than it is to pull out your Pokemon. That is correct. And uh, it's also more frustrating. So because here's what happens. You will die because the camera doesn't zoom out at all for these battles. You can't tell where you are spatially speaking in comparison with this thing's attacks. So you're just fiercely tapping Y, trying to dodge everything and you will get hit and you will die. Wait, so you still have to dodge its attacks while your Pokemon's attacking it? Well, while you're trying to hit it with the Pokeball, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's frustrating as fuck. So if the camera backed out and you could actually see the area of effect of each attack more easily, it wouldn't be as bad. It really wouldn't. But here's what happens, though. You will die, and then the game will say, oh, too bad. You, you fucked up. You died. So how about you restart the match? And you're like, uh, okay. And they're like, how about you restart from where you left off? And you're like, uh, okay. And it'll take you back to the nearest like increment health bar out of the four health bars Ooh. that you need to go to to get it back. So I would just go into a boss battle expecting to die four times by the end of it. And just deal with it. And just deal with it. So, okay, that's, that's a shame. That was my strategy. That's an unfortunate the thing. The strategy is to die. <laughs> That's an unfortunate thing. Um, Pokemon has a habit of introducing new mechanics and always sucking whenever they do. Mm. They can never get a new mechanic right the first time. This one was just half-baked. First off, the battle should have backed out pretty far. Okay. And the arena should have been bigger. They just should have been bigger. Some of the arenas, in fact, were not even like circular or square in shape. There was one arena in a volcano that was in the shape of like... I don't know, like one of those Celtic crosses. <laughs> you had to like, you're fucking running all over the goddamn place trying to get away from this thing, attacking you. And, all right, I and... can't get away from it. So here's one thing you got to sell me on. Yeah. Um, the open world. I understand it's more like Monster Hunter, not real Breath of the Wild. It's more like Monster Hunter for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's how a How open is it? Like how much is there to explore? What's the purpose of exploring? So the purpose of exploring is mainly to capture the Pokemon and to find new species of Pokemon to capture, but also to complete quests because there's but a lot are of- are there things to look, like in Breath of the Wild, you had shrines, you had all these events, you'd meet mm -hmm. new people to- do new no. quests. What is the purpose of going? Is exploring the world useful to you other than just capturing different Pokemon? Uh, yeah, for completing quests. But the quests are from stationary people who just kind of exist in the villages and outside the villages. Okay. They're scattered around the areas you're in as well. Uh, but they serve no... In Breath of the Wild, the environment itself is a character. It serves to drive and progress the story forward yes. along with the character. In Pokemon, it does nothing like that at all. So 
it, do you does the world feel empty because of that? No, there's a lot to do. In fact, you're constantly going back to other areas you've already been to to gather ingredients and to build new Pokeballs and to build like restores and things like that. So there's a lot to actually go out and collect and find. Plus, you need to go out and collect and find so you actually bring those items back to people who've requested things from you and you can complete those requests and actually like get special items from them as well. Okay. And experience. Interesting. So all in all, is this game kind of fun? Like, I've struggled to make the sell because I understand it's more about catching, which is fine, which is great. It's perfect. But I've there's a lot of battling and grinding too later in late game. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. I just, I, I always watched videos of it and it felt like you're out in the field and there's like a tree. Yeah. A bush. Yeah. And that's it. And it doesn't feel dense. It doesn't feel like a living well, world. Well, it's the Pokemon themselves make it dense because they attack you. Now you're constantly on guard as you run around. So it really does keep you on your toes to some extent. But as you progress through the game, you unlock creatures that give you the ability to swim, to fly, to yes. climb, to run fast, all these different things. And you'll end up using them a lot to help flesh out the environments a little bit and explore more. From an exploration standpoint, it's a shade of what Breath of the Wild does. Uh, so to compare it to Breath of the Wild is not fair, but to compare it to any other Pokemon game, yeah, it blows the fuck out of all the other Pokemon games. Really? Yes. It's better than all the other ones. Way better. Holy so in terms shit. of the exploration and, and the satisfaction you get from completing quests out in the open world, yeah, way better. So the only thing that I really, really wish they would have upgraded along with this formula is A... It's the, the trouble with it is it is like Monster Hunter. It's still tied to a hub, right? There's still a hub where yep. you have to go to kind of complete everything. Whereas in Breath of the Wild, like where you are is your hub. You know yes. what I mean? Like you could pretty much exist anywhere. You know what I mean? And that's the point, right? So in this, you do have to kind of keep going back to that hub. And the toughest part of the game is the point where they kind of take away that hub from you. So you would rather be like, no, you're you're expected to sit in a tent and camp out wherever it is. Wherever home is is where you are. Yes. You're expected to make it and kind of survive in the wild. Right, right, right. Get there's, rid of the hub almost. There's no the nuance whatsoever. There's tiny hubs here and there like encampments, but there's no, there's no like... It, it, it's just it, it's not as um, it's it's not as tailored to that kind of gameplay experience, I guess I could say. Got it. And then the, oh, the only other thing, left. what else? You the got? only other thing, it, the battles are still fun. The one thing though, I would have liked to see updated along with the standard all, all the other stuff that happened in this game. So one thing I would have really liked to see updated is battles that are more streamlined. Because fuck, how long in my goddamn life do I have to wait for one Pokemon to die and for me to throw out another one at this point? Really? Like this series is twenty years in. More than 25, 26 years in. What the fuck are we doing? It takes so goddamn long. So they should streamline it like a Shin Megami Tensei game where it's quick, concise, easy to get through. And that would have increased it from an 80 to a 90 for me. <laughs> 